Welcome to Married at the Movies, the podcast where a married couple talk about their sometimes very different views on movies. I'm Sean. And I'm Monica. This week, we got a bit of a grab bag for you. We're going to be talking about four films that we recently watched. So, Monica, why don't you get us kicked off, get, kick us off, kick, start this, <laughs> talk please now. I think Sean is broken. Uh, so I will start talking. Uh, the first film that we're going to talk about that we watched was uh, Borat 2. Um, I know it's got that big long Borat, other title. Subsequent movie film, film yes. for making... Yeah, whatever. Yeah. The second Borat movie, a sequel to the first one. It stars uh, Sasha Baron Cohen and Maria Bakalova. And the general premise is that uh, Borat is trying to make things right with Kazakhstan. So he's coming to America to give Mike Pence a gift because um, uh, he can't find Trump at first or something like that. So it's, yeah. um, that's the general basis of it. Uh, so, John. <laughs> yeah. Did, did you forget my name? No, I just, I was trying to collect my own thoughts about this yeah. movie and deciding if we should just both talk together about how much we disliked it. Or, <laughs> um, I, you, you just go ahead. Yeah, I found this film to be a chore. Um, I didn't really think it was funny. There was a couple things... They were kind of funny, I guess, but I don't know. I just don't really get Borat in I general. I did not I enjoy this. The first I saw the first one, and it was like ha ha ha. Like I, you know, I didn't think it was anything to like that. I'd want to watch again, um, but I still stand by the fact that I think this is inappropriate, and I don't get why other people don't. Can you? be more specific okay, than inappropriate because obviously you know there's yes, a lot of i think that his stereotyping of someone from kazakhstan like mm-hmm. is just overdone like it's yeah um what's the word not like minstrel exaggerated but like, yeah. yeah yeah like yeah. that okay it might be funny for like a skit on snl or something like that but to make a whole movie about the oh very nice and i'm like talk like this and <laughs> i think that's really inappropriate to a certain point yeah um but then this one particular i thought it made very light of covid and mm. i think it's way too soon to be i mean if in fact if ever that you should i mean it's like you know 9-11 you don't make jokes about 9-11 yeah like i don't think you make jokes about covid mm-hmm. especially now yeah i mean i'm of the mind that anything can be funny if you do it correctly yes this was definitely not done correctly like i don't i don't think and i'm not saying that it's wrong to even attempt those jokes like i think there's a place for humor everywhere that's fine but i just don't think anything that this film really did was funny Mm -hmm. like i don't know the only funny thing that i thought was like kind of social commentary is um looking at how women are treated in yeah. like some Middle Eastern countries, so there's like this joke that there's a handbook mm-hmm. on how like to treat women and that what... kind of stuff wasn't that bad. That yeah, was that, that was, was kind funny. of the funniest parts of it. But yeah, I just in general, it was like this film felt really long and super just, long. I... And it made me uncomfortable in not a nice way. Like <laughs> that, I just like I said, I just thought it was like you don't go, you don't go there, especially yeah. while we're like still in the middle of this craziness. Mm-hmm that I just I don't call me prude or whatever I just don't mm-hmm. think it's I just don't think it's appropriate to be making jokes about those things right now yeah I think that's a fair take that's that's totally fair um and like the fact that this was even like in like 
award categories is really strange to me. <laughs> she was very good. Yeah, she was. But, I, I don't know. It, it angers me that this is the comedic performance that they kind of chose to yeah. reward when I think later on the podcast we'll get into other uh, films that mm-hmm. may be more deserving of those types of yes. of recognition. But I mean, there are so many comedy films that go completely unrecognized mm-hmm. by the Academy year after year after year. Yes. And like, it's criminal that the there's no less talent required. No. And sometimes there's even more, more because absolutely. comedy is way more subjective than drama. Yeah. You can have, find a universal sad before you can find a universal funny. Absolutely. You know, and just... And I think this yeah. was um, to, like, Hollywood being super, super, like, cliche, and that let's let's nominate the incredibly liberal Donald Trump bashing movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, you yeah. know, oh, liberal Hollywood, you know, like, buy this film. Like, that's just dumb. Yeah. No. Anyway, um, so now that we've lauded this film so much. Yeah. Uh, with... I don't, your mileage might vary, but I just, I think there's way better movies to spend your time on. So what would you give it out of 10? I gave it a five. As did I. Yeah. That's mine as well. And It's just bleh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... I just, I don't get it. I really don't. I, I promise the movies we talk about get better yeah. uh, as we go along. Yes. I, I do not. <laughs> so let's not spend any more time on yeah, it. It doesn't I don't deserve understand it. it. So, uh, Johnny, you want to talk about our next film? Yeah. Our next film is a, a movie called Synchronic. Uh, it's a film about two paramedics whose lives are ripped apart as they encounter the aftermath of a new designer drug with otherworldly effects. Ooh. It stars Anthony Mackie and Jamie Dornan. And... Jamie Dornan shows, is going to show up later in this podcast, yes, too, which is funny. Yes, he is. Uh, it is the year of Dornan. It is <laughs> Dornan, Dornan 1. I, uh, I am broken. Try, you want to try that again? I'm broken. No, I don't even care. <laughs> Let's Leave, talk about Synchronic. Leaving it in. Synchronic. Yes. So <laughs> I saw a trailer for this shortly before we um, watched Tenet. And I was like, oh, this is a weird, timey type film too like i wonder which one's going to be better oh, or which... tiny yeah i think it's a tiny oh it's, it's a, a tiny, tiny it's film a ti- it's a wee little i don't know film. what you meant by that time e time e yes gotcha. wibbly wobbly timey wimey stuff oh, gotcha. okay um and uh we're not going to spoil anything here we're going to keep it very general because there are mm-hmm. a lot of things that can be spoiled mm-hmm. um what did you think let's i'll throw it yeah. to you i really liked it um i think surprisingly i liked this film more than you did um, in some ways, spoilers. I, You're giving away all my good stuff. Oh, no, I'm just, I'm just saying in general, like afterwards when we were kind of talking about it. Um, I thought it was a cool. I usually don't love tiny <laughs> movies. They confuse me, and I ask a lot of questions. This one was pretty simple. It's very straightforward. Like, you know, they very, take this very drug. This is what happened, and you know, something bad happens, and they got to try to fix it. Mm-hmm. Like. I mean, that's just like general time travel movies, you know, yeah. when you mess with time travel, you know, stuff goes down. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I thought it was, um, I just thought it was really fun. It was um, mysterious enough that you were, you know, trying to figure things out. It was predictable. Yeah. Uh, usually time travel movies are a little more like, ooh, what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. Uh, where this, you know, as the movie goes along, you're like, oh, I see where, oh, I know where this is going. Yep. Uh, but that didn't make me hate it. Mm-hmm. It made me not think as hard as most time travel movies do. So I kind of appreciated that in some ways. Yeah. And I thought the um, 
the relation, like the bromance between the two main characters was was fun to watch yeah as well yeah it wasn't even like a romance no, just, so much of like just, brother yeah brothers yeah. yeah it was a great um like positive masculinity type yeah uh, example yeah i i liked this film i didn't love it um i really wanted to love it um i i don't know i just really wanted it to be something that kind of you know knocked me on my butt like something i mm-hmm. hadn't seen before and i feel like or like what? blew your mind as far as the time travel part. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. It didn't. and yeah. I it did not. Um, uh, not necessarily that that's the fault of the movie. Maybe it's a fault of my expectations mm-hmm. for the film. But again, it's it like you said, it is fairly rote and it is a little predictable. Mm-hmm. Um, all your major time travel. Um, I wonder if that's even a spoiler. But I feel like if you watch the the trailer you know that that's like a an aspect no, it's of the time, film yeah it's um even if you know that going in it doesn't take anything away no no it doesn't because we knew that and it didn't yeah. really yeah um the performances were good i think it was shot like really well it the was. cinematography mm-hmm. is is really cool and what they do with um like camera angles and and different kinds of you know uh lighting mm-hmm. i think was was good and to like show the time travel happening like looked cool too like how it mm-hmm. transitioned in and out of time yeah and that was yeah neat. that was cool um but yeah uh, overall it's in my opinion good not great um you could do a lot worse <laughs> true um and anthony mackie is great oh he's I, a treasure <laughs> i just really really enjoy i mean he was him. pretty much playing falcon in this <laughs> yeah um a little more badass a little more you know like streetwise and like gritty yeah that's that's fair um but yeah and and jamie dornan is like apparently good yeah. he's apparently a good guy like i obviously never saw any of the 50 shades movies mm-hmm. um so i i don't think i'd ever seen him in anything before we watched the film that we'll discuss later mm-hmm. but um yeah he's good and gives a great performance and one of my favorite uh actresses katie Hazelton is is in it as well oh. and she was great as uh his wife so go check it out if you have the chance. Um, so let's uh, let's put a number on it, Monica. What do you what do you got? What's your rating? I gave it an eight. An eight? Yeah. Yeah, I give it a seven. Yeah. I mean, I, I would think, recommend this movie for people. Yeah, I think watch. I think it's possible that you liked it a little more than I do because you do stray away from films like this. Yeah, I think and your I've, expectations I've were higher. More that is in this vein, you know, mm-hmm. and, and things that I've kind of seen before that sure. that this film does. That makes so, sense. Yeah. Um, but again, yeah, you could do worse. You could do worse. <laughs> Great. If you're in the mood for just kind of a weird, like, mind-bendy type thing, go search it out. Yes. Yeah, so what do we got next? Next one, and I'm just realizing now that these are very different genres of uh, movies here. We didn't incredibly, even plan that. Incredibly different. different. Uh, so moving from the um, time travel movies, uh, we watched the To the, the travel film. travel movies. Yes, the real travel. Uh, this film was called One Way to Tomorrow. It is a uh, Turkish film, so it is in. Um, it is subtitled. So if you don't like to read while you watch uh, movies, reading. <laughs> then don't. Why am I gonna go to the movies to read? Yeah, and this one is very dialogue heavy. Um, so there is a lot of reading. Um, simply put, it's a movie about two strangers that meet on a train, a fourteen-hour train ride through uh, through Turkey, and, and that's it. It's a boy and a girl, and 
they're talking through the movie <laughs> and i just made it you're sound really really, you're really selling it you're boring. really selling it but real well um i don't want to give uh give too much away uh but that is that's generally what it's about yeah. um so sean what were your thoughts on this film uh yeah sorry i was, about, <laughs> I was literally just about to take a drink this film really kind of gripped me from the beginning um i'm i'm a fan of just like you know a small like section of time this, mm-hmm. this film takes place in real time i think no there's a couple a... of montages but because i mean it's a 14 hour train ride so it's yeah not... okay yeah no that's not what i meant i mm-hmm. mean just one day is yes yeah, like yeah. What I meant. um that was stupid i'm gonna edit that out oh okay <laughs> <laughs> an idiot um <clears throat> Yeah, no, I really enjoy films like this. The small, you know, kind of just... They don't necessarily have to be just a couple of actors. You know, the cast can be bigger than this. But this is essentially a two-piece, two-person cast. It's Absolutely. A, it's a two-hander, as they call it in mm-hmm. this. And um, I've never seen any of the before trilogy. The before midnight, before sunset, before oh, no, sunrise, before... I don't know, dawn. Before, I don't even know what you're talking about. Land right now. before time. I've never seen them. Um, no, the uh, Ethan Hawke and the actress where they like meet in Paris, and then the next one happens like ten years later. And, oh, yeah, yeah, I never um, saw those. I would assume that if you're doing like a uh, blank meets blank type of comparison for this film, it would mm-hmm. be like the before midnight meets I don't know, Strangers on a Train or something like that. Uh-huh. You know, um, which I think actually kind of works. Uh, though I've never seen that film. I either. would argue that it's more rom-com, though. Well, yeah, and I'm movies. getting to that. So mm-hmm. for the first, you know, uh, call it seven-eighths of this mm-hmm. film, mm-hmm. it is a great kind of just art-level conversation, like really done well, you know, examination of two people's lives, how they relate to each other, mm-hmm. and how they relate to the world at large, mm-hmm. right? And then at the end, kind of go for a, a cheesy turn mm-hmm. that I didn't enjoy. Yeah. That's fair. Now, I really liked it because, well, I I knew that going in. Like, reading about it, it was described, like, as a rom-com. Mm-hmm. So as a, it was described as more of a thoughtful rom-com. Yeah. But I went into it expecting a cheesy ending. Mm-hmm. So... Therefore, I wasn't disappointed that I got exactly what I wanted out of this movie. Yeah. And uh, I'm just always so impressed on how a movie can grip you with just two people talking. Mm-hmm. Like, I always use 12 Angry Men as an example of, like, well, it's that's, just that's one. 12 people talking. Yeah. I, <laughs> that where dialogue. <laughs> that's six times as many people. Shut <laughs> Where dialogue alone is enough to keep you engaged and interested. And, you know, in that movie, they're only in one room the entire time. In this movie, mo- there are some components outside of the train, but mostly they're mm-hmm. on a train. And I think that's just just such good writing when they can, you know, intrigue me and keep my interest just yeah. by talking. Yeah. And it's a testament, too, to both the, the writer, the screenwriter, to, um, you know, imbue the character... And the dialogue was such, like, great nuance. Mm-hmm. And then also the two actors for just portraying these people. Yeah, absolutely. Like, as such 
you know, fully realized characters. And they're not even speaking English. So we're, yeah, you're still the getting thing. their emotion yeah. and, you know, their reaction, even though you don't understand what they're saying. Yeah. Um, which I think is just always really interesting, too. Mm-hmm. I can still tell someone is a good actor or actress, even when I don't understand what they're saying. Yeah. My, my, my small problem with the acting on this was that the guy looked way too much like Glenn Howerton for me. Okay. Uh, from AP Bio and oh, Always Sunny yeah. in Philadelphia. Oh, yeah, I could see so that. like I was kind of picturing um his character from Always Sunny oh. and I'm like this guy's dick. Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> um and then the other small problem that I had, you know, you mentioned it's subtitled. I feel like the subtitles on this went by very quickly. Well, they're talking and quickly. I, I could not keep up yes, at sometimes. They're... And I was like, "Wait, what did she say about who?" <laughs> Was that the guy that she was talking about, yeah. or was that somebody else? Because and... they are, yes, they are talking very fast. Yes, talking very fast, talking <laughs> very fast, talking very fast. I um, could see that as a thing. Um, but uh, so, what would you rate this movie? Um, I gave it an eight. I think I would have given it a nine, possibly even a ten, if it had kind of rode the, you know, um, kind of more not cheesy way. <laughs> yeah, kind of more uh, breathless. Unless, um, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. It's a great film. It's a fantastic film. It kind of felt like that, you know. Yeah, there were like components that. of that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just, I wanted it to be... Something else at the yeah. end. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I wanted it to be more than that. Like, mm-hmm. it didn't need to... Um, I'm trying hard not to spoil it, but I feel like you can kind of infer, but mm-hmm. I also feel like most people aren't going to watch this movie no matter what we say <laughs> yeah. um that you know it didn't need to kind of uh be all as neat and tidy as sure. it, as it became in the I final can understand that. final minutes mm-hmm. um shot incredibly well yes. i liked it a lot uh now i as i said i was expect it was exactly what i expected it to be and wanted it to be and actually a little bit more so i gave it a 9 mm-hmm. um it's yeah, I really enjoyed it, and I do recommend it, even if we might have maybe spoiled it for you. <laughs> yeah. It, no, it's not that. It's it's no. predictable. And there's, and yeah, there's, there's like, really nothing to spoil. Like, you kind of know. Yeah. Like, from the beginning, it's like, okay, yeah. Yeah, uh, and that's probably going to end up here, and that's, I think, why I didn't want it to end up there. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Um, yeah go see it, though. Yeah. Like, it, it's, yeah, it's great. And mm-hmm. I'm sure, give it, I don't know, three years. It's going to be a English remake with like, Ugh. I don't know, Aubrey Plaza and I don't oh, know. I don't know. That's a good point. It probably yeah. would be, ugh, they would ruin it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like if, if they, if, if they, they just cast kept it, the, right? strip, the script, yeah. like almost exact. Yeah. If they didn't try to make it too, too funny. Yeah. It could be, it could be pretty good. Yeah. That's fair. Um, so let's move on and to our... And then we can say, oh. like, oh, the, the original Turkish version is so, so much better. better. <laughs> yes. Which, we, to be fair to us, we've only said that about two films, I think, in, the, in our, in our you okay. know, movie The going. first one, I'm guessing, is um, um, Starbuck. Yes. Yes. With that Starbuck was the... Yes, French. French? French. Yeah, French, French name. Fr- in French, but Canadian, I believe. Okay. Yeah. And then it became The Delivery Man? Uh, or yeah. Or Delivery Man with that Vince Vaughn? Right. Yeah, Vince Vaughn, who was not the right casting Ugh. call for that at all. Uh, yeah, we can definitely um, say the original was much, much, yeah, much better. Yeah, Starbuck is, is a beautiful, it's a great movie. small film. 
Now, um, what's the second one? The second one? one was more recent than that. Um, we well, I'm sorry it. that we saw it more recently. We, we watched it last year um, where we actually did a double feature in one night where we watched the French version and then the American version. And it was uh, Les Untouchables. Oh, The Untouchables and, yeah, and The Upside. And The Upside. That's yeah. right. Um, which yeah, The Untouchables is is better. The Upside is not. The Upside bad is still all. really fun though. Yeah, I would tell really people. Good. I would tell people not to watch The Delivery Man. I would say don't watch the Vince Vaughn one. Yes, watch the original. But yeah, for The Untouchables slash The Upside, mm-hmm. I could say if you don't want to read subtitles, watch The Upside, and you'll get a similar yeah feeling. Yeah, it won't be as good, but it won't be enough of a delta to say like don't bother. Yeah, yeah. it's not like it completely just like distracts from the original yeah or detracts or what's the word takes away from yeah the original yeah (laughs) yeah yeah okay that's our little uh you know foreign film tangent for you there (laughs) allow us our moment of pretension yeah as we move on to the least pretentious film that we might have ever reviewed on this podcast definitely and that is barb and star go to vista del mar so this film is starring annie mumolo and Kristen Wiig uh, back together again for the first time since Bridesmaids. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they start. And then also. Um, Jamie Dornan is. Yes, from Synchronic. Well. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and they start as the titular Barb and Star who decide to take a trip of a lifetime together to, you guessed it, Vista Del Mar. Barb. <laughs> there. Okay. There are films that you see trailers for that you think. I'm never going to watch this movie, mm-hmm. ever. And then you're listening to your favorite film podcast, and multiple people on the podcast say that they saw this film, that everyone should see this <laughs> film, and that if you watch this film, you're going to like this film. And you think to yourself, <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm Come not. On. Come on, guys. Come on. Let's, let's be real here. And then... You watch another trailer and you're like, "Eh, maybe I'll give it a shot. (laughs) And then you find yourself on some Saturday night saying, okay, I'm going to spend $20 and I'm going to rent this movie because I trust you guys. I trust you, Jeff Kanata. And I trust you, um, Jacob Hall. And uh, I'm going to go with you. Mm -hmm. And your wife is along for the ride. Yeah, I looked at it and was like, this is going to be so dumb, but whatever. (laughs) And you watch it and... For me, I'm kind of clenched just for the first like five, ten minutes because I don't know if I'm going to like it. And I know if you don't like it, then it's going to be a whole thing. (laughs) And that makes me sound like a terror. (laughs) Oh, no. If she doesn't like it. Well, no, it's just going to be harder for you you to trust films on my list. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. And then. Then you watch it. Then the film unfolds. Like a beautiful flower coming into bloom. Yes. And it is, honest to God, madams, one of the funniest films I've seen in, in a long years. time. In a long time. I would say probably since Booksmart, um, which I, was 2017, I would even say this was funnier than Booksmart. Uh, it, it depends on but, what kind of funny. Yeah, Booksmart is yes. wittier. Yes. Yes, it's Barb clever. and Star is just is. stupid, dumb fun. I don't even, like, this is, I don't want to give away too much, but I think this comparison is, like, is okay. But it's, like, um, it's kind of like, to use a very old reference, mm-hmm. it's kind of like 
Wayne's World meets Austin Powers in a little sense in that, uh, like, yeah. these two, like, best friend characters with very, like, particular quirks mm-hmm. and very Midwestern, like, ideals yeah, and you're values right. meets this whole like other spy, thing that's yeah, going on. That a weird I, that spy movie. I don't even want to tip too much about mm-hmm. that because um, I, I don't think, like, it's not going to ruin it that you know this stuff, but if you're very unprepared for it, it could mm-hmm. be, like, what the what the what? Yes. Um, yeah, this... Oh my goodness! Just so many times, just straight up laughing, like losing my breath, hurting. My I was stomach. I was smiling the whole time. I mean, it's it was just hilarious. There's not really much else to say about it other than like, do you remember that part was really funny, and then this part was really funny, and that part was really funny. Like it's just hilarious, and um, but at the same time, like had some nice heart to it as well mm-hmm. yeah and that's <laughs> the like, thing they're oh. not they're not just you know cardboard cutouts of these accents mm-hmm. you know going through the thing like there is a an emotional heart yeah they're actually the like characters with conflict and right. inter- there's like and, actual internal conflict going on and, and not like, just barb and star like some of the you know the, the side sporting, characters yeah, exactly. actually have you know a bit of an arc mm-hmm. as well and there are there are some jokes in here that are like some of the most beautifully written <laughs> stupid comedy yes. that that has ever happened. There's a whole montage of Barb and Star just having one conversation on a plane ride from the Midwest to to Florida. Oh my god! And it is so good. And it, they the characters could become like really grating after a while because. You know, yeah, they if are. they go like too too much with mm-hmm. it, but I think they ride this line like so perfectly, and then yeah, they don't get an they don't get annoying to me. No, no, and no. they they could very quickly. Yeah, but like, they they did a good job of like just enough. Yeah, like just before it would be the tipping point, they yes. like switch to other characters or yes. like. And then there are musical numbers. Yes, and I'm <laughs> which not gonna... I did was not expecting. Yeah, and I I. I had forgot that I had heard about them on the reviews that I listened to, mm-hmm. and they're they're like good songs. It actually they actually are good songs. It's like fun. Like one of them's kind of a bop. Yeah. Um, which I'm sure kids don't even say anymore. No, they don't. I, I think I learned what it was a year ago, and <laughs> it was already over. Um, yeah. No, it is. It and is then, well worth your time. It I don't is... want to uh, give anything away, but I will say that. The ending to this movie is one of the best comedic endings I've seen in a long, long time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the ending is phenomenal and perfect for this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's just great. It, yeah. Like, the movie also doesn't take itself. So, like, the movie, like, lets you know what type of, or realizes what kind of movie it mm-hmm. is. But it sticks with it. <laughs> yes. It's much like what Matt and I were saying about um, Psycho, Psycho Gorman. Gorman. Yes. Is that this film knows what film it is. It knows what universe it is. Mm-hmm. And it takes you for the ride. But also uses like the tropes of films mm-hmm. like this. And yeah, there are just so many, so many laugh out loud moments. Like I'm, 
I'm sad it was just like a rental because I would I would watch it again. Yes. You know, just throw it on like in the background and just. By the way, I didn't know we paid twenty dollars to watch that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I'm not even mad though. <laughs> right. Not even mad. It was yeah. well worth twenty dollars. No, it was a hundred percent worth it. Um, you can wait till it's cheaper. Totally understand. You know, in these times, if that's what you got to do, but. Once it is cheaper, go watch it because it is so enjoyable. Well, you can watch it on YouTube for fourteen ninety nine right now. Oh, there you go. It's on sale. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I, Please watch it. I, yeah, like Monica said, it could devolve very quickly into the Chris Farley show, but there's, <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's just so good and so many like great callbacks and mm-hmm. like a lot of this film feels kind of like two just amazing top level improvisers yes like absolutely. kind of like um middle ditch and schwartz mm-hmm. like you're just watching these two people pull these stories out of thin air and then go back to them in like ways that break yes. my brain and just yeah it, it's oh my goodness so much fun so much fun go. i was just sorry i was just scrolling through rotten tomatoes because i was curious and it has, I'm sure it's very divisive. It act, it has a 79% for the critic score and a 61 for audience. That's actually higher than I with thought a, it would be. A comedy is actually pretty good. And yeah. I was just kind of scrolling through some of the reviews. And this person, a, a catastrophic comedy that would have been best cut to a 20-minute sketch show just so we don't have to sit through the pain of Jamie Dorman's excessive musical numbers for one. Oh. <laughs> that is the exact opposite of what we just yes. said. No, it, Jamie Dornan is a treasure in this film and his yeah his uh, we we finished the film and I like climbed over the couch to reset the um the laptop to a certain scene and it was Jamie Dornan's song because it is hysterical and incredibly like well like well made like it's like a music video in and of itself and it is hilarious Yeah. yeah go Go watch it. Um, so in short, see all of these movies except for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, let's let's put a number on it though. Yeah. So what did you what did you give it? I gave it a ten. Really? I did. I mean, for what it is, if you want yeah. a good comedy, doesn't take itself too seriously, great acting, just hilarious, it's a ten. Yeah. Absolutely for me. At the time, I think I gave it a nine, but in retrospect. I'm, you agree? I think I'm moving it to a 10 because there are, I think I gave it a nine because there were one or two scenes that felt like they went on just a smidge too long. That's and I, fair. I started to lose a little bit of interest. But I think even in like my favorite comedies, like of the last, you know, 20 years, everybody like has that Step Brothers. There's, you know, a scene or two that dragged just a bit. Mm. Um, Singing in the rain's got that whole thing in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Not a comedy within I know, the last I'm just 20 saying. years, but um, yeah, that's fine. We could throw it's that still a movie there. that I will say that I yeah. love. Yeah. Even I'm though talking, there's a good five minutes in the middle yeah. that could just be cut. Like Role Models has a bit of a low, you yeah. know, yeah, I, yeah, it, it's definitely up there. It is, it is perfection for what it sets out to be. And I was completely along for the ride. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Just go watch it. Go watch I want to watch it again. Yeah, I know. So do I. I'm talking about it. So stupid funny. Yes. <laughs> In all senses of the word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so that's, that's, we've reached the bottom of our grab bag. Yes. And uh, yeah, so let us know what you I feel thought. like we need a grab bag sound effect now. Okay. Like a 
like rumbling through a bag. Okay. (laughs) Something like that. Okay. So if you have a Casio keyboard and want to make a better grab bag thing, you can do so and send it via Gmail to marriedmoviespodcast at gmail.com. Or you can uh, drop us a line on Instagram. We post there when new episodes are out, more or less, depending on how forgetful or lazy I am that week. Uh, that's at Married Movies Podcast on Instagram. And as always, please give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. And you can also find us on SoundCloud on the web. So that's going to do it for this week of Married at, at the, the Movies. movies. Loki, get down from there. <laughs> our first, our first film that we watched was uh, Borat. <laughs>